Juice, we're back in the Europa League. 0-3 loss to Bayern Munich at the Camp Nou. Just devastating, right? We go back to that pre-season video with us and Jaleel, the purist, and we're talking about we're going to make round of 16, we're going to make quarters, semis. It's all gone downhill, uh, even though we knew that the cards were stacked against us and we actually were out of the Champions League by the time our game started. You know, we had seen the Bayern tie, uh, the Bayern loss, right, in Munich. We'd seen the Inter loss in Milan, the Inter tie. We just got rolled over by Real Madrid, and we've been pretty depressed. And so I want to start this, use with just asking you about an interesting paradox, I feel like, of takes I see on social media, right? On the one hand, I see people saying, we're massively underperforming with the squad we have. Xavi isn't ready for the job. You know, this summer slash last season when Xavi was in charge, we got Lewandowski, Rafinha, Koundé, uh, Kessier, Alonso, Torres, Bellerin, right? And they're saying that Xavi is in a line of, you know, these like 2000s players who've become managers like uh, Lampard, Gerard, Neville, and Ole, who just too quickly became the coaches of the teams that they're emblematic of, and they're just not ready for it. Uh, and then on the other hand, right, we have people who say, our squad sucks, right? And that it's not at the level we need. We have Bellerin starting at right back against, you know, Sadio Mane and Alfonso Davies. We have uh, Alonso starting, right? We have Busquets, who's still old and who, you know, is is just picked on all season because he's not up to the level of anything, especially European competition, right? We've been saying that for two to three years now. So how do you kind of square away those two big different groups that almost seem like they, they can't coexist? Well, it's hard because we have faced quite a few injuries just to begin the whole thing, right? We know that Roberto is out. Uh, I think Gavi picked up that thigh injury for uh, two games ago. And so that's that. But the quality of the players, all these players that we got, they're still pretty good players. And we spent $55 million on Rafinha, $55 million on Torres. We have Lewandowski for 50 some million, And then we have Kunde. And yeah, I think, you know, just going back to that, we have limited options playing this game, but we still have a high-quality player, or we have high-quality players that can perform. But at the end of the day, I feel like, uh, you know, in terms of the coaching, tactically, I still think Javi is uh, stagnant and doesn't always play to the full strengths of the players that he does have currently available to him on the pitch. So, for example, Bellerin is uh, probably not anybody's first choice to play against Bayern and Munich in the second leg at the Camp Nou. But knowing that he's going against Sadio Mane and he is a slower player, he just came back from injury and all these other aspects, why is Javi playing a high line and uh, forcing Bellerin to cover Sadio Mane? And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that was the first goal that opened up the uh, the pitch. And so that's, you know, that in itself, is it Bellerin's fault that he's not fast enough? Is it Bellerin's fault that Roberto is hurt? Is it Bellerin's fault that uh, Javi chose Alonso as the center back instead of putting Balde as the uh, right back and putting Alonso on the left back, right? So it's hard to, you know, balance these things and say like, well, is it the player's fault or is it Javi's fault? Is it the tactics? You know, all these things. And then also consider that I still think after the game progressed, you know, going from the first half being down zero two or two zero, no zero two, and then going to the second half, I don't think we made the adjustments that we needed to uh, strengthen the possibilities of our players scoring goals or putting shots on goal. We have zero shots on goal. How many times did Dembele break that line, get into the back, and? 
it there was not much there for him to play with. I think, you know, Pedri was a, a choice that ended up losing a little bit of that strength on the left side in this game. But yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of got to boil down to his overall decision making. And then slightly So you so you're just so I have it clear. I mean, you you mm-hmm. put a lot of the blame on Javi, right? I do. And uh you know, and, which player- is interesting to me, right? Because mm-hmm. Like, from my point of view, and I had uh, said this, like, the day before the game, like, the the thing I really wanted to see here, and I, we've been talking about for a few weeks, and honestly, for, like, over a year, with Barca, is we want to see incremental improvement, mm-hmm. and that is why we were so upset at Komen at the end of his reign, is because, you know, even though we lost Messi, we understood that things would get tough, we didn't see any incremental improvement, and with Xavi, we kind of had that early flash in the pan, the 4-0 Real Madrid beating Valencia Atletico in that, I think, February, March last season. This year, we had, you know, started off really strong, and then the October from hell hit us, and we slowed down. Uh, mm-hmm. But in the last two games, right, against, you know, Ernie uh, at Bilbao and against Villarreal, we had seen some changes, right? We had seen Balde being an out-and-out starter. We had seen the reintroduction of Frankie de Jong in the midfield, whether it was with Pedri and Gavi or it was in, like, a four-man midfield. And so... Uh, coming into this game with Javi putting the lineup out that he did, I thought he was making changes and adapting, right? Uh, not, of course, yeah. and I mean that over the rest of the season, right? Okay, Frankie was out there. Um, Balde was out there starting, not Alonso at left back. You know, you had Pedri as like an inverted left winger trying to, you know, uh, connect with Frankie or with Balde and try and create some offense on that left side, uh, which we have bemoaned a lot because it's been stagnant, except for when we see like Jordi Alba and Ferran Torres who who have a good repertoire together. And so, I don't know. I mean, from where I'm standing, I feel like Xavi has made adjustments lately and it just didn't pan out against one of the best teams in Europe because sure. they are one of the best teams in Europe, right? And but they just have... Mm-hmm. Javi has made those lineup changes, and I agree with that. And I have, we have spoken about wanting to see those changes. But as the game progresses against Bayern Munich, we don't shift our tactics to uh, overcome our deficiencies. And so I think, you know, as you're saying, um, the connection between Alba and Ferran Torres. Why didn't we inject them early in the game when things weren't working? When we're down uh, two goals. And then try to shift the momentum to the left side of the pitch instead of relying on Dembele, who is not doing a f- really great connection with Bellerin. It's not really either of their faults. I don't oh, it's bad. Really bad. <laughs> there was that one right before yeah. halftime when uh, Dembele <laughs> cut it into Bellerin and he tried to like dummy it, but no one was behind him. It was <laughs> it was it was really rough. But yeah. you know, I I think it's a bit tough for me. Used to be super. You know, I, I feel like you're going down a path of like analyzing the changes in the game, and it's a little bit tough for me to buy into that that anything would have helped, right? Because we allowed that goal in the 10th minute, Sadio Mane, then we allowed another goal in the 30th minute. Like by the time Javi was going to make any changes, we were done and dusted. And the team, as Javi, you know, one thing that's pissed off a lot of people on social media is that like before the game, Javi was saying whether we're in or we're out of the Champions League, we're going to fight like lions in this game, right? And then we obviously come out and just look like very dejected and no one really trying that hard, I thought, besides Balde and Dembele. And then we come after the game and Javi's like, well, you know, watching Bayern win uh, or, or watching Inter Milan win really threw us for a loop and we were dejected. And so I have a little bit of a hard time kind of taking a look at how the in-game management went because it was just, you know, once Sadio Mane scored in that, 10th minute i feel like with just the the baggage already on the game it was over um so where do we go from here use because it's a we're we're stuck in a very weird uh 
situation, right? I was alluding early in the video to the fact that the board and Javi, depending on how much input he had, they've made some really bad choices with this team, right? Like we pulled all the levers, as we all remember, uh, and then we, you know, we know we're going to re-sign Dembele, and then we also go for Rafinha, and we overpay for him in the winning days because we're in a battle with Chelsea, right? And then now Rafinha, it, I mean, as much as I liked him at certain points of the season, he doesn't look close to sniffing like a an out-and-out -out starting spot all the time. And so you wonder, okay, did we really need Rafinha? Did we really need Rafinha when we knew Dembele? was here like Flaren Torres was bought how did no one in the team buy a right back right even in the <laughs> ideal scenario when everyone is healthy on day one of the season we were going to put Kunde out there and you know he can certainly perform there but I don't think that's his like natural best position right Com considering how we see him as such a good center back and so you know we have next year a 34 year old in Lewandowski who we paid for 50 million and we're we're in a tough spot, right? And so, like, you know, how do you feel right now about the rest of the season and about uh, your faith in Javi to, to remain? If we win zero trophies, should we keep Javi? Do you, do you believe that he will eventually uh, get his tactics to a spot where you feel comfortable with him as the coach, or, or are you writing him off already? No, I, I'm not writing him off, and I think I said this last video uh, against Bill Bow was that the trend, I think, is continuously going up. There's going to be drops in any trend, and I I think the Champions League specifically is a section of Javi's um, uh, progression that has not been the highest upswing, although... Uh, I think, you know, coming into the Europa League, he'll be against a lower tier of teams and able to mm. kind of learn a little bit more from the Europa League and then use that. I don't know about that. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen the teams in the Europa League this season? Like Arsenal, who are very good. Man U, uh -huh. Juventus. Um, there's a lot of tough teams, right? I think Atletico are going to drop down. So there's there's a lot of competition out there. I would I don't feel confident at all, like with us being the favorites. But we got to be, my point is, I'm not saying we're going to win the Europa League. We didn't win it last year. We lost to Frankfurt. We watched that game in Spain, um, and it was pretty sad as well because we that whole season had already crumbled, and we watched the two games uh, live at the Camp Nou and in uh, Getafe. But, I, you know, your question is more so, do I believe that Javi will be able to get better, right? And I do think that. I just think he has to make his own mistakes, and he has been making those mistakes. Um, now, I don't think he's making, like, the worst mistakes in the world, especially because we were on a pretty good trajectory until we got a bunch of injuries, which has really hampered our total improvement because he's going to rely on, you know, some of the strong players that we had, like the very aggressive and physical Gavi. Um, Pedri being in the midfield, instead he's playing him up in that left front position, uh, left winger position. Uh, but then I kind of go into why are we not? We we had Ferran Torres play two other games. He scored a goal, had an assist. Uh, you know, just my my idea is where I think he fails in certain aspects is you know making those adjustments and just not. Why don't we try Ferran Torres? What could go wrong? We're down two zero. Um, I don't know. I, I do think he's going to be on the upswing. So I'm not I'm not saying Javi out. I'm not going to be a hater. Komen in itself was just so stagnant, and it was the same play style every time. It was like basically cross, get it to um, uh, other De Jong, and then uh, try to get a header or something, right? And I don't see that. Mm -hmm. I think Javi's way more creative. I think he has tried different, different tactics. So I'm not writing him off, and I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to be a toxic Barca fan. Let's just put it like that. 
<laughs> you know, one of the and and I would agree with you, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like I, I said it before the game. I wanted to see Baldy and Frank Young out there. I did mm-hmm. see them out there. You know, as as boring and lackluster as that game was, um, we had some chances, right? Like there were certainly some chances where if Dembele was on his uh, mm-hmm. form from last game, things would went different. Uh, you know, if Balde and Pedri and Frankie had more of that comfortability playing together, I think, you know, we would have seen more out of that left side. And so, yeah, I don't think it's totally screwed. I mean, we're playing with Bellerin starting, right? And Alonso is a center back against Bayern Munich. Like, regardless of any circumstances, if you tell me that's happening, I don't feel good about the game. And so, you know, I, I think part of getting better... Um, in anything in life, right, is not to be, like, result-oriented, but to be process-oriented. And I think we certainly have done a, you know, we're certainly we're certainly adapting, right? Like, mm-hmm. three weeks ago, I would have told you I'm pissed at Xavi for just always playing the same midfield, over-reliance on Busquets. And he's changed that, and we saw some good results in La Liga. One of the interesting things I saw was kind of a discussion about, you know, is our team too young and too old at the same time? And they broke it down that, like, between the ages of 17 and 23... We have seven players between 24 and 29. We have three players, and then 30 up, we have six players. Right, so like you see that we have a lot uh, from 17 to 23, and a lot of 30 plus. And then you look at a team like Man City right now. From 17 to 23, they have two players. 24 to 29, they have nine players, and then 30 plus, they have five. And um, I mean, that's just a, a very you know uh, vague look at the situation, but it, it is kind of true, right? Like we're, we were hurt in this game because we didn't have an 18 year old Gavi play, right? We're hurt in this game because our best player, uh, is a 19 year old midfielder who's playing as like an inverted left winger, which he hasn't done much of. And so, you know, I, you, you gotta assume that if the coach is, if is up to it, right. If Javi's up to it, a lot of these young players in that younger bracket will improve over time. Uh, are you surprised at all by that age, uh, graph? I, I'm not surprised at the overall age graph, but I would say more in the middle section of it, the, between the 20 and 24, or 24 to 29, I think you said. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, come to think of it, it makes sense. But overall, when you don't think about it, it's like, oh, that is surprising. But no, I mean, we talk about this fairly often. We talk about uh, how we need to give the players time to develop and talk about the young players that we have and our over-reliance on Pedri and Gavi. And we talk about how many times do we say Alba, Pique, Busquets are all too old. And then we purchased Lewandowski, who is 33, 34 years old. And, uh, you know, how many years are going to be able to get out of him uh, before I think he signed something around five, four years Um I'm not surprised by it, but I, I do agree with it. But we've addressed this before. We need to give our players time to develop. And uh, also, all these players that we just received, Christensen, uh, Bellerin, uh, Kunde, Lewandowski, all of these players have never played together. And so that's another aspect that we need to incorporate in the fact that it's not just age, but it's the um, the cohesion between the players has not fully developed. How long have we had with these players you know it's not even been half a season so it and this is part of why i'm like i don't want javi out i don't think it's completely his fault overall and i think he is developing i just think there's more than one facet to address when we talk about these things um and it's hard to really narrow it down it just really sucks that the most negative consequences are coming in some of the biggest games and especially and it's always Bayern Munich man (laughs) you know that really does suck too like Thomas Muller uh I would like the guy if he didn't just 
play us and beat us so often, but he just pisses me off and their whole team just, you know, they, I mean, I, they piss me off because they're excellent, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the type of, of upsetness I get. And, you know, I think one of my last thoughts is kind of an interesting, um, I think some people would hear us talking about this use and think we're being too uh, level-headed almost. And to say that we are uh, lowering our standards for Barca and we should never accept getting knocked out of the Champions League two years in a row. And there's some credit to that. But like I think as an American sports fan, it's interesting in American sports, the idea of a rebuild is like much more respected. And it's like a known part of managing a team. Whereas in you know European soccer, football, I just feel like some people just think because we're Barca and we were great in the 2010s and the 2000s, we must be great now. And if we're not, we need to be pissed off and get a new coach every six months uh, and all this crazy stuff, right? And, like, it's worked for teams like Chelsea, right? Yeah. They, they they sacked, um, I think it was Lampard, right? And then they got uh, Tuchel and they won the Champions League that year. And so, I don't know, it's just an interesting dynamic but, where some people uh, are, are being, you know, it's just, it, I guess that's just social media use here. The extremes on on all sides. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, Barca started their so-called rebuild late, and it was due to our previous president, right, Bartomeu, spending all his money mm-hmm. on some of these just crazy high-profile players that never meshed, and he wasn't working on replacing Jordi Alba and getting someone to grow behind him or replacing two high contracts. Yeah, and so like I agree with the idea that Barca shouldn't be in this position, but. The cards have already been played, and there's no going back now. It's really one of those situations where it's like, well, we fixed the you know the f- disease that infected us, which was Bartomeu, and we're we moving didn't forward. really though, right? <laughs> like that, the rot uh, of that issue is still there. Like we're starting Busquets still, that's right? True. Like Jordi, like there was at one point I think where we were talking about should Jordi Alba have started? Like the the issues are still there. Uh, we're PK, on some medication. Right? The, the inf- PK's infamous like hand over his head, don't worry about the ball, leading to interscoring. That's a blender. Um, you know, yeah, like <laughs> I, we still haven't gotten over it, which is which is interesting for me to hear you talk about how maybe the rebuild uh, happened too late. When I think some people would say the rebuild is like barely starting now, you know, and so. Let us know in the comments what you think. Let's just, you know, pray. We got another game coming up this weekend on Saturday, I believe, uh, against Valencia. And then we're almost to the World Cup. So let us know in the comments what you thought about this game. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, guys.